Good evening, it's uh, Brian Byrne here on Cam Glen Radio. That's uh, fabulous Lloyd Cole in the commotions. That's uh, cut me down. And Lloyd Cole, he was 63 during the week and uh, many happy returns to him. And he's back out touring the UK throughout this year. Dates announced this week. Uh, thanks so much for joining me here. Uh, six till eight. Uh, I'll be with you for the next couple of hours. Uh, some brand new music uh, from our studio guest tonight, Scott Ashworth. We've got new music from Cesar. Uh, some music from Dead Men Walking. A new track from The Brotones. And Scott, who's with me tonight, has picked some tunes. And as I say, I'll have plenty to keep you busy up until 8 o'clock. And you'll have Stephen Payton 8 till 10. But as I say, I'm joined live in the studio tonight by Scott Ashworth. Scott, thank you so much for joining us in Cam Glen Radio. No problem at all, Brian. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Yeah, we've uh, we've spoke online. It's the first time we've met, actually. But uh, for the last maybe two plus years, you've been during the... the, the uh, whenever you were sitting on our hands, you were good enough to send me some tracks because we were recording these shows um, from home. Um, and you sent me this next track, Never See Colour Again, 
um, during that time. So thank you so much for doing that. No problem at all. No, it's, uh, it's nice to have people actually play your songs and uh, yeah, you know, for them to get out into the the wider world. Yeah, because I mean, uh, <laughs> the, the, if there's anything I can thank the pandemic for, um, because people were in their house enforced in the house they tend to listen to my show probably more than they would probably want on a Friday night because <laughs> frankly they would have better things to do um, but as I wrote a lot of great feedback um, on this particular track Never See Colour Again uh, I'm going to be playing three songs off your brand new album um, which uh, you very kindly brought me a beautiful copy of Scott's got a brand new album out just now Ghosts and Broken Men Um that's wait, when did that come out? So it's not officially released yet. So it's a, the fifteenth of February is a release date. Fifteenth of February, yeah. Out, yes. All right. So these tracks uh, that we're playing tonight are, I won't say world exclusives because hopefully it's getting played elsewhere yep. for you. Um, so we'll chat about the album throughout the show. Um, I've picked. Um, you actually sent me the album maybe about oh, ten days ago, mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. So I've been listening to it. Um, a fair bit. I played a couple of the tracks to my my, my dad, uh, who's also Brian, um, and it's brilliant. The whole way through, there's not a bad track on the whole Excellent. album. Excellent, that's what you want to hear. Yeah, yeah. So um, we'll talk about. I've picked. I've managed to pick narrow it down to four tracks from the album, which um, wasn't easy. Uh, I changed my mind uh, actually today, um, but. Uh, hopefully there is the four tracks that you will like. Um, but uh, the first one I, I had to start off with, Never See Colour Again. What what can you tell me about that particular track? So this is it's one of my favourite songs that I've written, this one. It's um, it's kind of really evolved since I wrote it. So, you know, as as most songwriters do, it was, it was written just with acoustic guitar you know the first few times I played it it was just performed with just me and acoustic guitar but the more I played it the more I heard the song evolving in my head and I kind of started to to feel that it had the potential to get that kind of muscle shoals and sound with a bit of you know bluesy rock guitar and some horns on it and once we started the process of recording the album it you know it really kind of picked up um picked up its evolution really and we and we were able to expand it and and turn it into the song that i was hearing in my head yeah and i, th- I think um because i i'm really really lucky i get sent a lot of music um by people and i'm really grateful for that and uh but when you sent that through to me uh, a couple of years back now um you know it's one of these ones you know i, I have this kind of first play type thing you hear a song for the first time and it grabs you right away yeah. and um, it doesn't happen that often um, but I've got to say Never See Colour Again did because it it, it it does build and build and there's beautiful guitar on it you sing it amazing um, it's got a great really kind of um, uh, warm feeling mm-hmm. to it um, but it's got such a, a, a big sound as well if that makes sense yeah it does I mean it's this, so this is the opening track on the album Um hence it being the only one that's got accounting at the start yeah. I, I'm, it's not something I would normally do but I just felt this you know it, it worked really well with this one yeah um, and yeah I mean the guitar on it is uh, it's a guy it's a friend of mine called John Elliott Glasgow based uh, guitarist who performs under the the moniker Vintage Apollos right um, superb guitarist he plays on another track on the album as well um, 
and yeah, I mean, you know that his guitar work lifts it. it it's it's superb, and the, I was really lucky in the fact that in my past I was a, a musician in the RAF, really? so, so saxophone was my main instrument. Um, and I've still got obviously a lot of the guys that I work with in the RAF are still gigging professionally out, uh, spread around the UK. So when I when I decided that I wanted some horns on this one, I contacted one of my friends who's a session musician down south and said, do you reckon you could rustle us up a, a horn arrangement and get a couple of guys to kind of beef it out? So he did. You know, he, just, he sat down, listened to the track, battered out um, an arrangement for tenor sax, barry sax and trumpet, and then, yeah, got a couple of his mates to record it. And as soon as that, as soon as we dropped that in, it was just one of those moments where you go, I can't believe I wrote this. And yeah, yeah, is that, like is that, that actually now. my song? Yeah. Because, yeah. uh, I mean, the baritone sax is a, is a wonderful bottom end yeah, it sound is, yeah. to it. It's really brilliant. Um, so I'm going to charge on. I'm going to play this. This is a brand new track. Well, it's um, not even out yet, uh, but so it's that new. Um, but I played it last week on my show. It's uh, Scott Ashworth. It's off his brand new album, Ghosts and Broken Men. Uh, this is Never See Colour Again. This Every new sunrise, 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 every
to the Cam Glen Express every Friday night showcasing music from every continent around the world and beyond Fridays from 8pm on 107.9 FM Cam Glen Radio It's out there
fabulous Kevin McDermott. That's uh, brand new from him. That's a uh, look who's come to say goodbye. That's going to be off his new album, Sniper Davy, which is due any time soon. He keeps teasing us of when and when it's going to come out, but I'm uh, looking forward to that. Before that, we had Scott Ashworth, who's my studio guest tonight. His brand new album is out on the 15th of February. It's called Ghosts and Broken Men. And uh, as I say, played that tonight. Scott's with me tonight. He's been doing a lot of the legwork for the, the playlist tonight. Thanks for doing that, Scott. That's all right, no problem at all. It's always a pleasure to come uh, to get told to choose music and chat songs about and music. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Do that all day long. So um, you've picked about maybe half a dozen songs. Uh, we had a bit of a roadblock with this next artist. The track that you sent me, I uh, didn't have it, and Cam Lynn didn't have it. But I kind of uh, used uh, presenter privilege to pick another one of his tracks, Jason Isbell. Um, tell me, what, what, what made you pick him, first of all? So he's probably um, he's probably my favourite kind of current songwriter. Yeah, I, I would say he's. Um, I've been a fan of his for yeah over over ten years now. And as we were talking about just before, you know, it, it was one of the free CDs with Uncut magazine that turned me <laughs> on to Jason Isbell. Yeah, um, heard one of his songs, and then you end up just going down that rabbit hole. And you know, he's he's been one of my favourites ever since. So, I mean, I, I went on and booked my ticket this morning for when he plays Usher Hall in Edinburgh. Yeah, he's in, playing Edinburgh isn't in he? November. Yeah, so yeah. I've got my ticket for that. Yeah, because he he is one of these kind of um, prolific um, artists. He seems to be churning out almost it feels like an album every year yeah he, i mean he's he has got a a fairly you know fairly big output and fairly big back catalog now especially because he's because he's his stuff with drive-by truckers and he does a lot of live albums as well so he did a live album from the ryman and stuff yeah. like that i think he's got maybe three live albums or eps plus you know various iterations of Solo stuff and 400 unit stuff as well. So. Yeah, because I mean, this one is uh, Jason building the 400 unit, but, but they tend to all kind of be in each other's pockets. That that whole kind of collaboration, they all seem to kind of you know work in each other's records. And, yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to cue this up, and this is uh, Jason Isbell and the 400 unit, and this is overseas. Coming back at all 
As the fabulous Jason Isbell and the 400 unit, and that is overseas. I'm Brian Byrne, this is Cam Lane Radio 107.9 FM. It's Friday night, hopefully your week has went without incident. We leaked in from January to February. <laughs> I think January had about say, 65 days in it, but uh, we're into February now and it's getting a little bit lighter, so... I think we're through the worst of it, people. Uh, if you're out and about on Friday night, uh, sorry, Monday night's coming at the Oren Moor, you'll be able to catch Dead Men Walking, and that's Jake Burns, uh, Kurt Brandon, and Ruffy and Seggs from the Rudeboy, uh, from the Ruts, 
Uh, they're playing there and it's their turn up uh, the UK, started over in Ireland uh, at the beginning of the week and they've been playing, they played Hull last night, they've been Manchester and all the feedback has been, it's been brilliant. So uh, if you're there, hopefully I'll get along to that and see you there. This is uh, Dead Men Walking and this is Staring at the Rude Boys. Bye. 
that's Dead Men Walking, that's staring at the Red Boys. Uh, see you there at Oren Moor on Monday night. Um, uh, joined live in the studio tonight by Scott Ashworth. Scott, thank you so much for coming into Cam Glen Radio. Absolute pleasure, mate. Thanks for having me. So, um, we're talking about your brand new album, uh, Ghosts and Broken Men. Um, so, I think there's about, was it, how many songs is on it? There's it's 11. 11? Yeah. So... When did you start uh, with this project? So, probably the, well, unfortunate timing, it was around the start of lockdown. Yeah. Um, so 2020 was when I was kind of thinking about getting a full album recorded. I, I had, you know, I had a couple of um, live EPs that were online before that, but they were just recordings through the desk at a songwriter's night, that kind of thing. So they, were, yep. you know, they weren't of, of any significant quality, but I always wanted to have a full-length album so that's when when i started thinking about it. he spoke to a friend of mine who's a, a producer um and he was up for the up for the task so yeah we kind of started getting our heads together then but because of the the various iterations that covid <laughs> brought about you know yeah. it, it, it so it's taken the best part of three years to get the, the thing finished finished but, yeah but yeah. you know but we're there thankfully so and uh, of the 11 songs um, have they been written over the last three years or have they been around for a while? No, so, um, I mean, one of the songs on the album, Happy Man, uh, yeah, it's is a good song. the first song I ever wrote. Is that right? Yeah. Wow, yeah. no, surely it not. It is, yeah, honestly, it's the first song I ever wrote. So when, when did you write that? Uh, probably about 13, 14 years ago. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow, it's a cracker. Yeah, it's a good song. Yeah, really it's one good that, song. It's one that I always wanted to be on the album. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, and another one that we, you know, as we mentioned, we never see colour again has kind of has, has grown as a track, really, from from the very rudimentary track that I wrote 15 years ago, 14 years yeah, ago. Yeah, well, I'll maybe, I'll maybe change back my choices because I actually did change from that one um, to another one of your tracks, uh, You Can't um, Break My Heart Like I Can. I'll play that later in the show. Um I do want to play that one as well. Actually. <laughs> right, okay. I'm sure well, we can shoot on yeah, it. Yeah, uh, and I haven't got my decision coin. I've got a half dollar decision coin. Oh, right, I okay. I carry everywhere with me, and it usually, it's usually fairly mundane decisions. Like, should I go home now or should I stay out? Yeah. Um, and it's I usually. Uh, if it, if, it, if it allows me to stay out, I'll go with it. And if it tells me to go home, I'll override <laughs> it. You know that kind of thing. But yeah, yeah. Well, well so. So they, they, they two tracks have been around for a while, but I mean, the next one I'm going to play from the album is Running From Tomorrow. Is there anything you can tell us about that? So that's a track that was on one of the, the live EPs that I had online. So I, I wrote that for um, a kind of song, a local songwriters. It was a, it was a competition, but it was, it was more a load of mates getting together and playing original songs. Right. Um, so it, we, we used to do it at uh, a, pub, a place called North Star in Falkirk. Yeah. And it was a couple of my mates that ran it every year, just put it on every year. And it was, they would have kind of, you know, six heats as such and then and a final type thing at the end. So I wrote that song with a view to playing it at the, one of the songwriters' nights. And it was recorded through the desk by my mate Robbie. Um, and he sent me the four tracks that I played. And as I said, you know, they weren't album quality, but they were good enough that I could put online. And yeah, yeah. at that point, I didn't have any kind of online musical presence. So yeah. it was good to get something online. But that, that track got really good feedback. Um, you know, quite a few people came came back and said that that was their favourite track on That's that particular really EP. Yeah. Um, and it's not a track that I've played live much at all. Um, very, very rarely, in fact. 
Why? Uh, I don't know. I just, I've, I suppose, I've always had songs that I preferred. Um, okay. So it was, it was never one that was a personal favourite, I guess. But um, the feedback that I've got from other people, it clearly is, you know, it, it's struck a chord with them. So yeah, one that one that needed to be on the album. Yeah, because when you sent me the album through a f- couple of weeks ago, I obviously knew Never See Colour Again, but that track struck me right away. Mm-hmm. I really loved that one. And um, because sometimes um, when people send me music, which is which is amazing, or they send me a whole album, um, and there's no... Cl- well, apart from Never See Colour Again, which I had heard before, you know, you're, you're, you're normally... Uh, an album, even in this day and age, they've got a kind of lead single or mm-hmm. a lead track that they've maybe done a kind of promo to it. Um, but, you know, that one really struck me as being a really strong song. Um, and as I suppose one of the reasons I, I picked it, I had, to, I had to get it down to this four, this four, four song rule of, of the two hours, which I'm never very comfortable with. I could easily play sit back and play the whole album yeah. but uh, sometimes you have to make decisions absolutely and so again the, the album's not out yet um, but so it's out on the 16th 15th, 15th. Thursday the 15th of Feb yeah. and how can people get a hold of the album so it'll be on the usual um, digital platforms it'll be on everywhere a- Apple iTunes Amazon Spotify the likes um, yep. and I'm also selling physical copies in, in CD form so if they go to my music pages on uh Facebook or Instagram, Scott Ashworth Music. Yeah, they'll be able to see the posts there where they can find out how to get hold of one. Get hold of it from yeah. the, from the fifteenth. Yeah, still. Well, I mean, I'm taking pre-orders now as well, so people can pre-order a copy, and I'll be posting that out next week, and it will be there for the fifteenth. So brilliant. Still, yes. ho- still hoping to do a vinyl run, but it's uh, it's a costly process. Vinyl has become extraordinarily expensive, yeah. but uh, worth it nonetheless. Um, so I see I'm going to play the uh, next track uh, from Scott Ashworth. Uh, this is off his brand new album, uh, Ghosts and Broken Men. It's out on the 15th of February. And uh, this one is called Running From Tomorrow.
Hi, this is Jinky. And this is Joe from Caesar. And you're listening to Brian Byrne. Music in the Key of Life show on Cam Glen Radio.
Come, I'll take your place This one night show Fade all the colors out To black and white Now see the ballerina
That's a fabulous Cesar, that's uh, Dance, Little Angel Dance, that's off their brand new album Home, and they are doing an album launch at the CCA in Glasgow, up Sucky Old Street on the 22nd of February. Canny wait, literally canny wait. I see I've managed to keep Scott Ashworth in the studio. <laughs> I've locked all the doors, Scott. You're going, you're going absolutely nowhere. Thanks, no, for, thanks for coming around, mate. That's not a problem at all, mate. That was a really good track. That I really enjoyed that last one. Yeah, so I was looking forward to going and seeing them. So you've been doing most of the legwork for the show, uh, apart from us playing um, tracks from your new album, which we'll come back to shortly. Uh, you've been picking some classic tracks. Next up, Small Faces. What made you pick them? Uh, a band that's always been with me since I was a little boy. My dad was a, is a huge Small Faces fan, yeah. so it's one of the first bands I ever remember Forget hearing him. in the house. Right? Um, you know, he's he's a huge Marriott fan, yeah, um, yeah. and Marriott really is one of the greatest singers that the UK's ever produced. So, yeah, uh, yeah, he's he's always been one of my kind of musical heroes and inspirations. Really, he's, both his Small Faces stuff and Humble Pie stuff, and then yeah. even some of his solo stuff is fantastic as well. Yeah, I I think he's a little bit. I mean, I don't know if a bit underrated. He, he kind of. I don't think he gets the recognition that a lot of the others from that genre got. Yeah, you know he's, I mean? he's a he's a singer singer. He's, he gets he gets a lot of props from other singers from that era. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, I mean, the likes of Robert Plant has, has sung his praises on numerous occasions. And, yeah. Um. Yeah. So he he gets he gets the credit in the right places. But sure. yeah, as you say, it's probably a little bit. Uh, Unappreciated by the wider musical. Yeah, I mean, because they've got so many, so many good songs. Because when you sent me the your list through uh, during the week, that's a brilliant list. There's some really great tracks on it. Um, but as I say, small faces. I mean, I've done a few themed shows round about you know that kind of genre and whatnot. So it's all, all they always feature uh, when I do the types of shows. Um, so I'll cue that up uh, this is another one of Scott's picks uh, classic track uh, Small Faces this is All or Nothing
Faces on Camlin Radio, and that's all or nothing. As I see, it's uh, five to seven. I'm Brian Byrne. This is Camlin Radio, one hundred seven point nine FM. My studio guest tonight is Scott Ashworth. Uh, he's got a brand new album out uh, on the fifteenth of February, Ghosts and Broken Men. Scott, I say thank you for coming into the studio. Uh, Would you I just ask you a little bit about because uh, I think you've written. Um, ten of the tracks and co-written one, is that right? Yeah. And um, so the, the whole songwriting process, from your own point of view, how how does that work for you? It's it, it's a great question that one, and it's one that you you do get asked quite a lot, but it's always a really difficult one to answer. So I, I mean, it can be with some songs, you you can have the whole thing that just appears in your head, yeah, and and it takes you no time at all to batter out the story. Other songs, it can be just one phrase that you've then got to work and try and expand a story from that. And does um, the phrase just come from anywhere? Generally, yeah, it does. I mean, a lot of the time, it's uh, it's driving home le- late night from from playing gigs, and you know, you suddenly get a flash of inspiration. You know, may have to pull over and speak it into yeah. your voice notes on your phone. Or, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Because there's been quite a lot of times where I've I've thought, no, I'll definitely remember that in the morning, and you wake up and it's gone completely, and you know it was brilliant. Ah, that's but just, you, so true. Yeah, yeah, and it's just not just not there, and you you can't pull it back. So yeah, quite often I'll uh, pull over into the nearest layby and just either make a a note on my phone or do a voice memo and stuff stuff like that. But yeah, more often than not, for me, it's the lyrics first, and then. Uh, I will try and put music to it. So. See, I, I think that's so difficult. I mean, I mean, I've written a couple of songs for the band that I'm in, and, and actually, that similar thing happened to me a few weeks. ago. I was away at a, uh, a gig, seeing a band, The Sleeping Souls, and it was great. It was a great night, great vibe, and 
and this thing just came into my head and I just had, you know, about four lines of what I kind of thought was going and I just emailed it to myself. Yeah. So the next morning, I had an email from myself and I thought, oh, that's actually still okay. Uh, so I've written two or three verses with it. Um, but, I mean, could, could, could you, I mean, could I ask you to write a song about you know, you've got your time on Cam Glenn Radio tonight and you go right and just write something from... Probably know, not. Probably not. Yeah, that's just not... It's not yeah, doing yeah, well yeah. like that for me. Yeah. It's, uh, and, uh, you know, you you get your, your commercial songwriters who have sure. to do that. I mean, yeah. you know, the, the, the guys in Nashville that are writing... The yeah, country yeah, hit, country hits for the for the artist there. It's like Tin Pan Alley. It is almost Tin Pan Alley esque. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah, yeah. Are, you know, you've got and in some cases now it's ridiculous because you'll have like twelve credited writers on a on a song in I Nashville, know, and I, mean, I don't I don't know how people can do it. I mean, yeah. it's just not it doesn't doesn't work for me. I've had you know I've I've had people ask me to co-write with them. Uh huh. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's just not something I I really fancy doing. I mean, you mentioned there's one of the songs on on the album that is a co-write but yeah. the lyrics for that were all written by a friend of mine in the states and he who isn't a musician he's just a really good lyricist um and see he, he wrote them across and said look i i can't put a tune to these can you can you come up and with something you... so that was uh calling out your name on the album um which was written by my, my pal billy sale so yeah i mean you know i just i just put a tune to it and built the arrangement around his words really so yeah because i, I often think that you know it's like um you know, if you think of uh, you know like Elton John and Bernie Taupin, mm-hmm. it was a kind of he would be a way rattle, Bernie Taupin would be rattling on a typewriter and post it to Elton yeah. John, and then he'd get that and go right there you go that's what that's going to sound like. Yeah. That blows my mind. Yeah, I mean, it's incredible, isn't it? I mean, it blows my mind because I mean, so you you must have done that with that lyric then. Yeah, but I, I mean that's you know for me that's a kind of one off really. Um, I couldn't do it to the level that those guys did it yeah, yeah, Bernie yeah. and Elton did it you know what I mean that to, to get such longevity out of a partnership like that and have that that connection I yeah, mean, yeah. you know it is almost uh, psychic isn't it really it, it really is because I mean, is, you know as a one off it would be great but they've written so many mm-hmm. together but I mean I was saying that to you off mic and I think I mentioned it at the top of the show because you, your voice is so good and the, your phrasing is so good so I guess that must help um, somebody like yourself, you know, could probably, you know, put a melody to any piece of writing. Yeah, and I, th- I think that probably that is partly down to the fact that in my previous previous career, I was a professional sax player. So, you know, right. I, I'm a, I can read, I, I do read music and right, to, to, okay. a, to a high level. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the fact that I've played almost all styles of music you know I did a lot of jazz I did a lot of orchestral stuff yeah um, and I think that helps with the, the kind of phrasing and, the, and the, the melody side of things yeah because I mean I uh, see I, I, you, you very kindly brought me in a copy of your album so I love the physical copy that you get and I like to see who's been doing what and yeah. who's playing on it and who's written it and um, but you know li- listening to your your songs you can hear every word and I absolutely love that because yeah. there's no hiding place in the style of music that that you yeah absolutely you do, and yeah. I love that. I mean, I like. I think that's what songwriting should be all about. You know, you yeah. It's uh, it's not necessarily a place for the faint-hearted because I think you <laughs> you know you can oh of course you, you're opening. I mean, a, a lot of the songs that come from very personal places, so you're opening up your you, you know your life and your 
your past in some cases to to everybody that's going to listen oh whether that's one person or you know if you're looking yeah. to have a huge hit then because i remember watching an interview with i'm sure it was, was it eric clapton and he in the early 70s he had a, a lot of issues with various substances mm-hmm. and whatnot and um, so once he'd done uh, done like an album and put it out there for scrutiny, basically, he, he used a lot of these kind of um, things that were issues in his life, like alcohol and, and whatnot, to, to numb that. Because whilst he was regarded as you know one of the one of the best guitarists around, yeah, he didn't think that. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't feel that he was you know all this clapped in his god. He he thought this was ridiculous. Yeah. You know, um. So yeah, and so in terms of um, uh, obviously it's your album. Who's uh, how, who's it, who's involved in the band, and how did how did they become involved? So yeah, good good spread of musicians really. So uh, my pal Barry Frame, who's another Denny musician. So I got you know I know him from from performing locally. He used to teach my my eldest kids at guitar as well. Um, he was the first one to come on board. So I approached him as to see if he would produce it. He's a lecturer in like sound production and stuff like that at Fourth nice. Valley College, so um, and a good, great guitar player as well. So yeah, got him on board. Um, sp- spoke to another one of my friends locally, a guy called Dave Cantwell, um, who plays drums on virtually all the tracks on the album, and he's he's toured with John Martin, used to play with the Big Dish. Wow! Um, so you know, a g- great guy, great drummer, um, and a really good person to have involved in the project. Then one of my other pals, Ian Donald, who's a, a blues, he does a lot of blues, um, traditional blues slide guitar. Um, yeah, so was he? did he play on... So he plays bass on, on a lot of tracks on the album. He was he was originally a bass player, and he's kind of just evolved into this phenomenal slide blues player. So was there slide on Running From Tomorrow? Uh, no, that, so that's Pedal Steel. Pedal Steel, yeah. sorry, yeah. So that's an, a, another guy that I was really, really lucky to get involved, a guy called Stephen Hicken, um, who's based down in Leeds, and he plays uh, Steel on five tracks on the album, but yeah. he recorded them all remotely. I've never met Stephen in real life. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you know, he, he's got a set up at home. He plays plays a lot of gigs down around Leeds and Yorkshire, plays with a, a, guy, a band called The Burner Band. Um, so I knew of his work. Um, and I'd heard his playing on other people's uh, records and I approached him and met, dropped him a message through Facebook and said, do you fancy uh, trying out some steel on one of my tracks? And it kind of went from there and he ended up playing on five. So, yeah, he was really, really good good guy yeah, to have on the album. Because, I mean, pedal steel guitar like that is absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it yeah, is. It's a, it's a great sound, uh, particularly the style of music you, you're playing. Um, you know, because... Uh, who's the guy? Uh, is it Rupert Randolph? Randall? Yeah, Robert Randolph. Robert yeah, Randolph. the Randolph family. Yeah, yeah I absolutely love him. Yeah. He's he, he's a brilliant entertainer, great good musician, a great band. So yes, uh, I'm gonna, next one I'm going to play is, is actually a brand new track. Uh, a couple of pals of mine, uh, they've put this out. They're actually doing like a thing called a Sunday session. They're, they're putting out sort of live Sunday um, kind of videos. Okay. Um, Paul, who's the guitarist, he's the guitarist in my band or the band I'm in, the Douglas Ska Band, and Peter Barry. So they've, um, I think, got a new album coming. Um, but uh, I spoke to Paul uh, on Monday night at rehearsals and this is the one that they put out last Sunday um, so this is new from the Broughtones this is a live session 
That's the track called Tonight I'm Inviting You to Stay. When it's time to face my demons When it's time to make a stand I'll admit this crazy something Got a little out of hand When I sleep I'll meet you there Drifting in your skin so bare And everything I know bursts into flames And tonight I'm inviting I could rob a bank today Spend it all on coke and sunshine Drinking gold tequila To get you off my mind When I sleep I'll meet you there Drifting in your skin so bare And everything I know bursts in flames And tonight I'm inviting you to stay Let's take chances today Let's go dancing in our funeral All the stupid things we say Turn into something the Brotones. Uh, it's a live session. Uh, check them out on Facebook and you will be able to see that them in the flesh. Uh, but uh, and that was called Tonight I'm Inviting You to Stay. I'm Brian Burness. It's Gamblin Radio uh, 107.9 FM. I'm inviting you to stay until 8. I'm joined in the studio by Scott Ashworth. Uh, he's in tonight chatting to me about his uh, brand new album um, Ghosts and Broken Men that's out on the 15th of February 
can play a track, another track from that in a second. Scott, thank you so much for coming in to see us. Absolute pleasure, mate. Thank you. Um, so the album's coming out on the 15th. Yeah. And uh, uh, is there any plans for any gigs around about that? Yeah, so I mean, I'm still kind of hopeful of, of getting together a proper album launch gig I've not got anything set in stone at the moment we have I've never played with a band before I've never played played have any you know? of my songs live with a band I've only ever performed them on my own or with a, a, a another guitarist you know um so yeah I mean I'm, I'm really really excited to get out and play them in that full band format I've got we've got one gig lined up in April uh-huh. um at McHugh's in Sterling Right. Um, so yeah, there's a three band, three band lineup there. It's my, a couple of my pals are, who are also playing um, a band called the Shermans about headlining, and a pal of mine called Martin Malady is playing with his band as well. And then uh, that'll be at the moment that's the the first one we've got lined up. Sure. That is going to be a full band debut. Wow. Yeah. So. so 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 the album um, was so was all the parts done remotely. Uh, they were all done individually, yes. Yeah. There, there were no um, no live sessions. Sessions, in wow. Yeah. And who and did and did you pull it together and mix it, or did somebody else do that for you? Yeah. Uh, so we we pulled Barry and I pulled it all together and and over numerous sessions in Barry's man cave studio. Man yeah. cave, yeah, yeah. We, we a lot of head scratching yeah, and coffee. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Because that that amazes me because it's one of the things that. You know, for, for lockdown, we had nothing to do. We weren't rehearsing. We couldn't do anything. So Marty, who's our um, keyboard saxophone, so he pulled together a whole stuff that we... And this process was blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be fair to him, you know, he 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 has he's got you know wizardry fingers. He he pulled it together. I'm like, how did you get that from that? Yeah, that doesn't matter. It's incredible, isn't it? It really Bar- is. Barry's the same, and it's because uh, we started off. We just had we had one day where we battered out all the guide tracks for acoustic guitar and vocals um, for for the whole album, and then we just kind of sat down and went, right, where do we go from here? What do we want on this track? What do we want on that track? And we slowly brought the kind of the arrangement and the instrumentation together. And it was because we both know a lot of people. It was one of those well, well, I could get such and such to play on that. Um, and obviously, with the, with the track you're going to play next, Pity Clown, um, we we got the bass down, we got the rhythm guitar down, and we were kind of wondering where to go with it next. And we tried a little bit of piano, and it, it sounded okay, but it wasn't quite right. And then Barry said, "I work with Andy Alston from Delamitri. So I'm going to ask him if he fancies putting something on it." And he sent the track through to Andy. And within a couple of days, he'd sent back a harmonica track, an organ track, a piano track, and a synth track. No yeah, way! And we just dropped them all in, and it was like, oh my god, that's it! Yes, that's that's the track finished. Yeah, because I mean, that's what I was saying to you off air. Because Andy's uh, and James Kurt have got a new album. Yeah, it's uh, so a kind of collaboration, but he's incredibly prolific. Mm-hmm. You he know? is. Um, and, and, yeah. and so diverse as well his styles I mean you know, the range of styles that he plays are, are incredible because uh, I mean he sent me some tracks for you know Skins on them and Ken McCluskey and uh, and they're very stripped back and very um, I'm sure they're very technically but there's, there's not a lot to it mm-hmm. and other ones are almost kind of you know not disco but it's just everything going on it's, yeah Absolutely brilliant. He was on my show, um, I think last year one time, uh, and I could have chatted to him all night, mm-hmm. and it was so cool. Um, 
So I mean, the album's got eleven tracks on it. So you 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 obviously worked on that. Is a, was it was there a lot that didn't make it to the final eleven, or was there more that could have went on? There was there was a couple that were on the album from the start, and then got taken off about a week before we finished. Why? What uh, happened? Just because. I'd written other songs that I wanted to put on and I sure. didn't want to make the album too unwieldy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I thought 11 tracks is, for me, was the perfect yeah, yeah. The perfect length. So there were a couple of tracks that actually, they made up two parts of the same story. Right. Um, and they they are, they they basically tell the story of, uh, of, of a member of the military who served overseas and comes back with PTSD. Right. Um, and because I'd already written another song standalone single called The Letter which I released in 2021 um, as a fundraiser for Combat Stress which is a veterans mental health charity so I wrote that when Afghanistan was going back to the Taliban um, and I was kind of sitting watching television and because I still work for the MOD and I had my connection through the RAF as well I was sitting thinking whether the families of those people that had lost their lives in Afghanistan conflict were thinking that it had all been a waste of time sort of thing so I wrote this song The Letter in in space of an evening. Um, yeah, because I mean, sometimes, you know, because probably from an emotional point of view, um, and, and if there is a, a, a real cogent story behind it, I'm not saying it's easy, it's easier, mm-hmm. you know, than, you know, right, making a song up about something you've got no emotional Yeah, absolutely, and I certainly find that that, that is the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No... So there is there is a number of tracks still in the pipeline. Yeah, so I mean, as I say, these two tracks that are connected, plus the the song, the letter, and a, another track, will I'm going to do them as a four track EP and release that as a as a fundraiser for Combat Stress. Wow. Um, so that's that's that shouldn't be too difficult to do because the tracks are pretty much you know finished. So it's finished. just getting them into that format. Um, and then yeah, we've got we've got another another few tracks that. are not far away from, you know, releasable as well. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's you know that's on that's the, even before this is out. And that's on top of the books and books of songs <laughs> that I've got in the house that have uh, not so really you, gone anywhere yet. You never got you're going to get to. Yeah. Brilliant. So yeah, I'm going to play another track. Uh, um, joined the studio tonight by Scott Ashworth. His uh, brand new album out, Ghosts and Broken Men's out in the 15th of February. Um, this is another track that I picked today off the album uh, this is Scott Ashworth and Cam Lane Radio and this is Pity Clown I see people walking hand in hand everywhere I go across this land Another reminder of the things that passed me by Another night, another town Another whiskey going down Bought by friends I've made that I'll never see again They don't know that I'm lonely They don't know that I'm
Scott Ashworth and it's Petty Clown that's off his brand new from Pink to Supertramp from the Beach Boys to Prince and everything in between tune in to Sharon McGuinney's Mixed Bag every Tuesday morning from 10am only on Cam Glen Radio Never get away with that in real life. Speaking over the top of Sharon McGinney, she's uh, she's a force of nature. She's in on a Tuesday at 10 a.m. listening for Sharon on a Tuesday. Before that, we had uh, Scott Ashworth, Pity Clown, and that's off his brand new album, Ghosts and Broken Men. Scott's with me in the studio tonight. Only another 40 minutes to go, and then you can <laughs> run into the night. Um, got a few more tracks off your album to play, Scott, uh, but thanks for picking some tracks for me. Uh, I just want to ask you just quickly before we play uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival um, of the whole process sort of songwriting, playing live, recording and all. What's your favourite part of the whole process? Probably playing live. Um, yeah, in fact, definitely playing live. Yeah, I, I do enjoy enjoy all the elements of the of the process. I mean, I, I love songwriting. I can quite happily just you know sit there with my guitar and. Even if you only get a verse or whatever, it's uh, it just for me it's so relaxing and it kind of just gets rid of every other stress that's it kind of does, yeah, isn't it? That's it. That's around. So yeah, I absolutely love songwriting. But for me, because I because I play a lot of covers gigs as well, um, and you know, as much as they can be great, you can spend a lot of time playing to audiences that just don't give a monkey's. Yeah, care. yeah. You know, it could be anybody. It could be a tape playing. It yeah. could be yeah. It's just you know, so. To play your own songs to a, an audience that is listening intently and is really appreciative and then takes the time to come and speak to you at the end and feedback on, you know, what they've enjoyed and what they haven't. That for me is the is the best thing about it. Is you know, I played I played Celtic Connections last Sunday, um, played a gig at the Glad Cafe for for, oh, for right. Fallen Angels Club and I love Glad Cafe, it's a brilliant little venue. So it is. Um and you know, I've I've played a few times for for Kevin Morris, the promoter for who, who is Fallen Angels Club, and they are always such a 
an attentive crowd. You know, they yeah. they they really really listen. Yeah, because um, I mean, I, I go to a lot of gigs, <laughs> as you know. I mean, and I mean, I, I go with good friends, and, and I go myself. You know, but when I'm there, I really just want to listen to the music. Yeah. You know what I mean? And occasionally, I've been to gigs where people people shouldn't really be there. You know, they're there for a night out, yeah. and that I, I think I'm getting to the vintage, Scott. That my my patience level with that absolutely. Is, is going south, you know, like, um, and it must be kind of worse for you. But I suppose, um, as a performer, you just, you know, you, you know, you, 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 you ride over the top of it. But it really grinds my gears. I've got to say. Um, so, I say you've been doing a lot of the legwork tonight, playlist wise. Creedence Clearwater Revival. You picked one of their tracks. What what made you pick uh, one of theirs? Another one of my favourite bands of all time. Brilliant. Uh, John Foggett is just uh, oh. an absolute legend. Again, this is another band that I grew up listening to. You know, um, one that my dad played all the time. So a yeah. lot of the, I mean, a lot of the tracks that I've chosen tonight are bands that I still love now. But it was the fact that my dad listened to them when yeah. I was younger that you know that they've stayed with me really. So. You know, Small Faces, absolutely. Credence, massive in my, in my musical inspirations. Um, Bad Company, who I think we're going to play one of theirs yeah, later. Yeah. You know, it's another band that my dad got me into. So, yeah, a lot of his stuff has just stayed on with me. And what one have you picked? So this is uh, Long As I Can See The Light.
Tune in to the Cam Glen Express every Friday night, showcasing music from every continent around the world. And beyond. Fridays from 8pm on 107.9 FM. Cam Glen Radio. It's out there. Yeah, Stephen Payton's in the building. He'll take you through 8 till 10. And uh, I'm sure he's got, he's got the biggest sleeves in the world because he's got so much up the sleeves that uh, it's instra- extraordinary. He's like the Wikipedia of Cam Glenn. Uh, so tonight I'm joined by Scott Ashworth. Scott, thanks so much for coming in tonight and joining us at Cam Glenn Radio. That's been great, thank you. So, um, we've been talking about your album, which we'll go play another track off it very, very soon, um, Ghosts and Broken Men. Um, you've written all, all of the songs, um, but I see if I was to ask you if you could write a, so- what a song uh, for any artist, dead or alive, to perform one of your songs, who would it be and why? Weirdly, uh, there is a song on the album that I believe I've written for somebody else. Uh-huh, right, okay. uh, so there's a track on the album called The Ghost and ever since I wrote it I've heard uh, a Texas country artist called Cody Jinx singing it in my head Right. Um, I've, I went to see Jinx in, uh, at the Ryman in Nashville in 2017 he's he's phenomenal artist um, and yeah it's it's always been in my head that he should sing that song yeah Brilliant, great stuff. And uh, see, you've been doing most of the heavy lifting, as I say, um, in terms of the playlist. You've picked um, a track off one of my favourite uh, <laughs> compilations. As I was saying to you off mic, I have a extraordinary unhealthy amount of CDs in uh, in my house, um, and it's artists and greatest hits and compilations and. Yeah, too many. I'm glad to hear it's not just me. It's not just you. <laughs> I, I, say, I say that to my children. Um, obviously, they will be devastated when I move on from this mortal coil, and, uh, but they'll need to hire a skip or yeah. have the, uh, the biggest car boot sale ever. But, <laughs> uh, um, but uh, you've picked Oates Redden. <laughs> I was so delighted you won his tracks. Why, why did you pick him? Again, one of, just one of the greatest voices of all time, One of really. the greatest voices of all yeah. time. Yeah, and I know, you know, this arguably... You, you could probably split the crowd by you will get half the room saying that the Sam Cooke version of this, the original, is better. But uh, for me, I, I just love Otis's version of Change Is Gonna Come. Honestly, this is... A, we, we have got a few versions of this on the Gamlane system. Um, uh, we've got actually Rhoda Dacca f- uh, singing it, but you're 100% right. That this is this is an absolute fabulous version of a brilliant yeah. song. It was an, I mean, when you think about the vocalists that they had at that time, yeah. that, that were around, you know, Solomon Burke, Sam Cooke, yeah. w- William Bell, you know, th- these guys are just incredible. Incredible, yeah. absolutely. So we're charging on um, another um, Scott Ashworth pick, Otis Redden, fabulous uh, Otis Redden, and this is a change and gonna come. River 
Fabulous, always oh, reading, a change are gonna come. Uh, absolutely brilliant. Love that. What a great oh, voice. Man. What a great oh. voice. Could play the whole album to be yeah. fair. <laughs> <laughs> that should that should automatically stop itself, but uh, it just shows we're live in the radio, Scott. 
As I say, I'm joined tonight in the studio by Scott Ashworth. Scott, thank you so much for coming into Cam Glen and giving us a bit of your Friday night. Oh, it's been great, man. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, so as I say, we're in chatting about your brand new album, Ghosts and Broken Men. Uh, it's out uh, on the 15th of February. And that's been a long time coming. It has, yeah. Uh, so, how excited are you about the uh, people getting to he- to hear it? Yeah, I, I mean, it's as you say, it's it's been such a long process. Um, yeah, and put so lot so much into it that it's uh, it is really really exciting. When you know when when the shipment of uh, CDs arrived at the house um, last week, the week before, it, that was really really exciting. It's yours. So, I mean, you know, there is there is an element of nerves now as well, and the fact that it's it's going to be out there for people to to judge and oh, yeah. you know but but i'm i'm happy with it i couldn't i couldn't be any happier than the product that we've we've got as a finished article so yeah. I'm, I'm really really proud of it no and 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 as i say i've i've, I've played um uh, never see color again um quite a lot since you sent it to me best part of two years ago yeah. um but no, the album, the album you've put together is is just brilliant. I mean, it's really great. Your voice is great, so you're one of these kind of artists that, uh, and this is meant as a compliment. Uh, you sound as if you could sing. You could sing the back of a cornflakes packet and make it sound brilliant. The depth of your voice, the phrasing, uh, I think it's just brilliant, man. Thank you, mate. I appreciate that. So, um, but I mean, from a songwriting point of view, do do you know when when to let 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 go of the song? That's it, finished. It's done. It's, there's no more I can do to that. Um, I think so. Yeah, I think I do. I think so, with some songs, you know that it doesn't need to go any further, yeah. and it and it doesn't even need much of an you know of an arrangement to it, much instrumentation. So there's, again, there's a track on the album, loving around anymore, and that was a really late entry onto the album. I wrote it. And and I knew it it needed to be on, and I knew I wanted it to be on the album. Yeah. Um, and we it's the only track on the album that we recorded analog. We just did one take vocal, one take uh, guitar to tape. That's it. Yeah. And then we just we were kind of swithering over what else it needed, and I, th- I felt it needed something. Barry tried putting some lead electric on it, and it just didn't work. Um, so I, I funnily enough, I'd sent it to my pal Stephen, who'd played Pedal Steel on another four tracks, and he came back straight away and said, look, even if, if it's not going on the album, um, or if whether it is going on the album, I want to play some Pedal Steel on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he said it just needs a solo in the middle, no other Pedal Steel, just a Pedal Steel solo, smack bang in the middle. Uh, and he sent it through, we dropped it in, and it was perfect, and that's all it needed. Brilliant. Love that. So, yeah, see, I mean... We were talking off air about, uh, you know, I get a magazine delivered every month, uh, uncut. We talked about that. And I've been getting it every month since I was 40, mm-hmm. which is nearly 16 years. So there's a lot of stuff lying yeah. about in my house. and um, But I love that. See the backstory to to the the development and, the, you know, to, to what we know. Yeah. It's a wee bit like, a, you know, the Beatles get back um, thing. You know, you're watching it and... Yeah how these songs evolved over 30 days mm-hmm. to what we we now know it to be and so I love it so the last track that I've picked off your album um, is You Can't Break My Heart Like I Can um, any backstory to that? So I wrote this one in uh, 2018 I can remember it was 2018 because I wrote it about a week before I played at Millport Country Music Festival. Oh, Millport's my second yeah, home. Yeah, so I played, I played <laughs> Millport in what would it have been September I think uh, 20, 2018. 
so that was uh, the first time that I played this particular song live, and a woman in, right in front of me who's now gone on, who's gone on to be one of my good friends, um, she started crying during this song, and that's when I knew it was a good one. Yeah, um, yeah, it's really brilliant. Yeah, um, yeah, no, I, I see. I had to pick four today, and as I say. Um, I changed my mind and included this one right at the last moment, and it is a brilliant track. It's Absolutely. another one that features some beautiful pedal steel from yeah. Stephen Hicken as well. So Totally. So I'm going to play this. This is um, Scott Ashworth. This is off his brand new album, um, Ghosts and Broken Men, uh, and this is You Can't Break My Heart Like I Can.
Scott Ashworth uh, See, so you can't break my heart like I can that's off his brand new album uh, Ghosts and Broken Men that's out on the 15th of February Scott's with me in the studio thanks so much for coming in and sharing your music with us no thank you for having me honestly it's been an absolute pleasure it's a uh as I said earlier on, I could just sit and talk about music for, for hours and hours with somebody who's equally minded. So uh, Honestly, as I say, I mean, you've had a total shot in the arm for me today, so thank you so much for that. I really appreciate it. Um, uh, we, when you say to people, uh, can you come on my show, it's going to be two hours, and you think, oh, jeez. <laughs> um, but we're running out of time. We've yeah. only got time for uh, one more track that, from yourself, um, I just want to double back to your album. Uh, see, it's out on the 15th of February, uh, Ghosts and Broken Men. Get in touch with yourself um, via social media. They can buy the CD and they yep, can download absolutely. it. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll obviously share it uh, far and wide because I say thank you so much for sharing it with me. Um, the, 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 the next track um, is a very appropriate one by default because you'd picked this track by another artist. Um, but I'm going to play this um, uh, Pancho and Lefty yep. by two giant superstars of country music Colossals yeah. Colossals, yeah Mel Haggart and Willie Nelson um, my dad's a huge fan and as I say I can tell why you're a huge fan because Mel Haggart's a brilliant songwriter and so oh, is Willie Nelson yeah I mean Willie's Will, Will a legend but for me uh, Mill Haggard is the greatest to ever do it in terms of country music, so yeah. Yeah, so so thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank uh, you for having me, mate. Keep in touch, and I'll finish off your part of the show with this. This is Merle Haggard and Willie Nelson. This is 
Pancho and Lefty.
Fabulous. That's Mel Lager and Willie Nelson, Pancho and Lefty. I'm Brian Byrne. That's me for another week. I'll be back with you next Friday. I'll pass you over in the cable hands of Stephen Payton. I'll take you through 8 till 10. Leave you with the Water Boys, Hole of the Moon, and brand new track from The Golden Tree, which is Graham Skinner and Bobby Bluebell. Uh, whatever you've got planned for the weekend, take care of yourself, and I'll be back with you next Friday. Next up, 1985, that's the Water Boys and Hole of the Moon. And the wind at your heels, you climbed on the ladder.
this is Graham Skinner from Hipsway and you're listening to Music in the Key of Life with Brian Byrne on Cam Glen Radio 107.9 FM. And I should have known better To lie to one as beautiful as you Yeah, I should have known better To take a chance on ever losing you But I thought you'd understand Can you forgive me? Saw you walking by the other day, and I know you saw me. You turned away. I was lost. You see, I've never loved no one as much as you. I fooled around, but tell me now, just who? Is hurting who? And I should've known better to lie to one as beautiful as you. Yeah, I should've known better. Take a chance on ever losing you, but I thought you'd understand. It's true I took our love for granted all along And trying to explain where I went wrong I just don't know I cry But tears don't seem to help me carry on Now there's no chance you'll want to come back home Got too much pride And I should've known better 